You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wow, just think that clip of Derek Jeter is 15 years old now. That's got to be 2008 when they were closing the old Yankee Stadium before the new one opened in 2009. Yeah, Man. these uh, stadiums, even like City Field, I don't know when did that open. Same time, I think it was. I think both were the same year. They opened in 2009. If not, it was 2010. I'd have to check. But they've been around now for. Uh, yeah, you're right. You know why? Yeah, I remember. I went to the last game at Shea, or one of the last games at Shea was like in 2008. Right. Yep. So there y- you go. Y- oh yeah. Yep, it opened in uh, March of 09. March of 09. Jerry, I was just playing Thunderstruck by ACDC, which That's is... That's a big giant song when you're at the stadium for their games. Didn't that what uh, Aaron Rodgers ran into? Uh, is that what he did? I, I believe that was the song. I got to the game literally right at half at uh, halftime, Jesus, right at kickoff last night. I put it on. Yeah. So I didn't see. I saw, I've, I have since seen him run out with the American flag. I didn't see that live, though. Yeah, I saw it on uh, social media, and it looked like it was the Thunderstruck. Nice. Thunderstruck. Very nice. The same person must run the music at MetLife Stadium. Perhaps. For both teams. Very possible. I think that's just a big NFL song Yeah, for whatever reason. They still use, like, crazy train on kickoffs. Like, come on. That night, all these players love the uh, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Baker Mayfield says he can't, like, get into his routine unless he's listening to that song. Phil Collins. Yeah. In the Air. Mm Mm-hmm. People always go, uh, you know, that song was about Phil Collins once saw a man drowning in the water and didn't save him, and it's always haunted him. Okay. But when you ask Phil Collins what it's about, it's about his marriage. He felt like he was drowning in his marriage. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. And sadly, the poor guy's doing concerts in a chair right now because he's broke. Right, because he keeps, uh, and he married the same woman twice, and then she took his money twice. Jesus. My goodness. Oh, my. It fell for her once and then twice. Yeah, they got remarried. Ooh, can she fool him a third time? <laughs> yeah, it's a sad, well, so sad. Oh, my God. Joe Beningo took to Twitter yesterday, Jerry. Did he really? Yeah, and uh, simply tweeted out, the pain is real, bro. You can't make it up. All right. That, and that sounds like that was Joe. Yes. Because I don't, I don't think Joe actually does the tweeting usually. Yeah, I think his wife does it for him, but he must, he must say, open the Open the Twitter, tweet this out. This I did is what see I would like to Joe say. Namath tweeted. Oh, yes. You think that was really Joe Namath? I do. It started with a phew, <laughs> P-H-E-W. Or do you think, like you're saying, that, did Joe Namath type that out on his phone? I think he did. Or did he call someone and say, hey, tweet this out? I get the sense Joe Namath at this stage of his life yeah. likes being Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else he's got going on. Yeah. But when he wants to be heard, he's going to send something out there. Right. That's what I think. And I saw a lot of people. I saw Patrick Mahomes. I saw Kevin Durant. People uh, tweeting support for sure Aaron Rodgers and well wishes. Yeah, I'm sure. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. 
So you think that the Jets will go out and get a backup quarterback, not somebody to come in like uh, the people on social media want? An immediate go. Yeah, I don't think they're going out and signing Tom Brady or Jameis Winston or or trading for Cooper Rush. Or I think they're going to try and trade for another backup. um, I would think, and someone that can maybe push Wilson so he doesn't get comfortable knowing he's the starter every week. But I think this is Zach Wilson's job. I do, but I do think the Jets are going to have to go out there and look for somebody. Yeah. Um, Here was the tweet from Namath. Phew! What a night. Congratulations on a big win against a top-notch team, Zach. You done well. It was a solid team effort on both sides of the ball, no doubt. And like the rest of Jets Nation, I'm hoping for a speedy recovery for Aaron. I think that's Joe Namath. You think he's out there punching that in, but probably on a laptop. I don't see him being able to type on a phone. I think he's probably on the phone. Got those uh, fingers probably got mangled when he was playing. How many followers on X do you think Joe Namath has? Uh, 125,000. You're good, 100.3,000. Okay. Not Good bad. job by you. Good job. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Another thing that kind of is going to get overlooked over here is this Jordan Whitehead with three interceptions, Jerry. The third one specifically. The other two. I don't know what the hell Josh Allen's doing. I mean, the first one you can make the case, eh, it's third and long, it's a punt, fine. The second one, you're throwing into double coverage. On the, I, It's just a bad throw. The third one, I thought he made a really nice yeah. play on the ball. How about that? game? One game into the season, you've got three picks. Right. Well, here's the Freaking thing, though. awesome. Let's fast forward. Does he still have three picks in December? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> he better get three a game now, Jerry. He's on pace now, Al, for 30 and 51 interceptions. <laughs> Damn. That's got to be a record. Three yeah, a game? That would be something. So this is going to be some defensive battle on uh, Sunday between the Jets and Cowboys. Yeah, you would think. Absolutely. Right? You would think so. Seems to be a, uh, will be a low-scoring game. You've got two teams that can really get after the quarterback. The Cowboys had seven sacks Sunday night. The Jets had five last night. The Cowboys forced several turnovers. The Jets forced four. They had the three picks, and the and they actually forced Josh Allen into two fumbles. They recovered one. The other one they didn't. Um, the Jets recovered. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think two teams that have relatively good special teams play, although both Teams maybe kicking-wise. I mean, Zerloin's fine. The Cowboys, I have no idea with his Aubrey guy. But, yes, this should be, which tells you that the final score will be 45 to 42. <laughs> right. Track meet, as they say. Why does kicking suck so much now in the NFL? It used to be, like, automatic. Like, you had, you're hitting your extra points every time. You're hitting well, the field goals you should be hitting. Now there are certain teams that just cannot get a good kicker. I think a couple of things. Number one, they're kicking from further out than ever. And a guy misses a 47-yard field goal, we think he's a bum. You know how far 47 freaking yards is to kick a ball? But we just look at it like, as football fans, at least for me, I see a team get to the 30-yard line. I'm like, all right, they got three points. It's, but really, that's still a 48-yard field. It's still far. But we just assume it's an easy kick. The extra points are no longer from 20 yards away. They're from 30-something or whatever the number is now. So those have become more difficult. And I think the biggest thing is the players are bigger, stronger, longer, and faster. 
And they're not just giving up on these plays. Like, they're coming after you. So everything has got to be perfect and quick. And so if timing gets thrown off just slightly, right or wrong, the kicker sometimes is going to... Even the kick that uh, was Bass made last night. He's lucky that thing snuck in after it clanks off the yes. uh, the upright. But, and you also, I mean, you've been on a football field. You see how thin these things are? <laughs> I mean, it's not easy. Yeah, I don't know how sometimes the referees know whether it's good or not. There are times when it goes over the top of the of the upright. You sit there and wonder. I like when they look at each other. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> good, good, right? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. It's true. I preferred when the uh, extra point was a given. That's fine. Like, I loved the... Like you don't you like miss, it being a meaningful play now. Yeah, like yeah. it's a mean, especially when it's coming down to in a fourth quarter. Yeah, and you need seven to tie the game, and you got six, and you got to trot some guy out there you don't trust. The majority of them are still made, but it's not like a ninety-nine percent play anymore. Yeah, I don't know what the percentage is, but if I had to guess, I would say it's probably in the eighty percentile right. range, where one out of every, I don't even know, maybe even ninety percent, one out of every ten is missed because there are there were a bunch missed on Sunday. Yeah. So it does happen. All right, take a break real quick. We'll come back and wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on Guess What? The Topic of the Night. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. we got about a minute left or so. The big story other than Aaron Rodgers. Well, just this uh, punk Kadarius Tony, Jerry. Former giant wide receiver who cost the Chiefs their first game because he kept dropping balls. I think this is actually pretty funny. He took to uh, social media and posted pictures of uh, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley looking dejected as the Cowboys were also celebrating. Put it all together and wrote, nah, don't get quiet now. Now, my guess is, and I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. All right. He got murdered online. (laughs) After After that game, yeah. So he was just waiting for something to write back. And that's not to me. I don't think that's to the Giants or to Daniel Jones. That is to the Giant fan. Yeah, you're right. That's what that is. It's fun. I, I like this little battle we might have all season long. Kadarius Tony versus Giant fans. Well, Kadarius Tony better make sure he starts catching some balls. Yeah. Otherwise, he's going to find himself in uh, one of these other Fugazi leagues. Yes. Let's like, do that first. Like the USFL or XFL or Arena right. Football League. Let's so uh, you might have a battle all year yeah. long. He's got to start catching the ball though. Oh, and that dude on the Chiefs, Chris Jones, ended his whole dad. One I year, see. yeah, one, one year, year up deal to, up to nineteen point five million dollars. They call that Jerry incentive like, we laden. Could, we couldn't figure that out the other day. Exactly. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD One, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.